Welcome to It's All About the Questions, where learning to ask the right questions can help you achieve lifelong success. Now, here to help you ask all the right questions is award-winning author, international speaker, and business strategist, Laura Stewart. Good morning, afternoon, evening, everyone. If you listen to the show all the time, as we seem to have lots and lots and lots of regulars, which I love, you know that we have people from all over the world listening in on the show, not only live, but on our top podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. So thank you, everyone, for for listening to us each and every week. And today is December 1st, which means we are 31, well, 30 days, theoretically, from the end of the year And it's got me thinking, and I was a little depressed with myself this morning, come to think of it, because I didn't feel that I had really achieved all my my goals, especially my health goals. And I've been struggling, as a lot of you know, trying to figure out why I can't lose weight no matter what I do. Um, You know, I'm, I'm at that age now, 52, where my body hormones are all over the place. And I really wanted to start exploring even deeper how we can reach optimal health, not only physically, but mentally, spiritually, emotionally. And I've had guests on throughout the year to talk about that. And I wanted to bring to you somebody who I highly respect. And I had met at a conference once and, you know, we've stayed in touch and I love the work that she's doing. And I wanted us to start thinking differently, thinking outside the box around what it means to truly be fabulous in our in our health and in our life. And my guest today is Dr. Anna Kabeca. She is a board-certified gynecologist and obstetrician, as well as board-certified in anti-aging and regenerative medicine. She's an expert in functional medicine, which I think is so critical to really rethinking the way we think about health. She's an expert in women's health. She specializes in bioidentical hormone replacement therapy and natural alternatives, What I really love about um, Dr. Kabeca, though, is how she searches things out. She's based in Atlanta, Georgia, um, in in the southeast Georgia area. She had a residency at Emory University. You know, she's got credentials up the wazoo, and that is a technical term, wazoo. But here's what what she is. She speaks in four languages. Crazy to me that she does it. But she's traveled around the world learning healing modalities from physicians, scientists, and other practitioners across Asia, Europe, the Middle East, Africa, South America. I wanted to bring her on my show today because she thinks outside the box. And as we're going into the end of the year, I want you all to be asking questions to get you out of that box that you've put yourself in. So, uh, Dr. Anna, welcome to the show today. Oh, thank you so much, Laura. It's great to be here with you today. You know, the Thanksgiving holidays just passed, and people, some of them, overate. Some people didn't. I know some people that have been on crazy diets or they've recommitted because they're grateful for everything. And I know that you have um, been dealing with a lot of things with, with your dad, your caregiving now as well. We have that in common and you have an amazing podcast called Couch Talk, which I think is fantastic. But, you know, your journey is such a crazy story for a medical doctor. How Can you share with our audience how you got on this path from traditional, very highly trained uh, gynecologist obstetrician to exploring the worlds that you explore? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, part of my journey... Um and, you know, includes a year sabbatical, taking off and traveling around the world and meeting with healers from around the world and 
actually leaving my medical practice and studying traditional medicine, studying with some of the world's leading scientists in my own healing journey and journey towards, you know, uh, healing my soul, my body, my mind, my spirit, that was encompassed in this journey. And then I think of that just makes me think of the Buddhist saying, everywhere you go, there you are. I'm like, I traveled around the world to learn that, right? And what we can do right here where, where we are right now and Laura, you said something this morning. You said this morning waking up, you felt kind of discouraged with yourself a little bit. And I think one of the things that I've had to do is recognize is that I said ABCs of CPR. I have my program, Sexual CPR. I said ABCs of Sexual CPR. But bottom line, it's first and foremost, accept yourself where you are right now. And, and to be embraced where you are right now, because this is you know, part of our journey, part of our path. And as we make only only today, we just have to make one next right step. If we think about it that way, it makes this whole, you know, the whole transformation that we go through we repetitively. We go through more than one transformation in our life, but it makes it somewhat easier, except where we are right now. What's the one next right step I need to do today to uh, you know, make my life better, to follow the path, follow the right way? And I think that was something, it took me, it took me many years um, and, and many hard life experiences. I honestly have been to hell and back again and to really recognize that, okay, what's the one next right step that I need to follow today? And uh, while looking up, take that step. I love that question. <laughs> I, I just wrote that down because that is such a tweetable um, comment. What is the one next right step for me. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be for anybody else. It has to be for me for right now, this moment. Um, what it's was... That, go ahead. I was going to say that is true, so true. And, and we had a beautiful interview where I interviewed you on caregiving, your caregiving your mom and me caregiving my dad. And, you know, I was uh, coughing during that interview. I, I really recognized that here I was taking care of dad, making sure he got his vitamins, his medicine, his appointment taking care of my young daughter, you know, checking in on my teenagers, and I got left behind, right? I, I totally slumped and you know, depressed my immune system and caught junk, um, you know, from exposure and, and totally caught junk from exposure and and got a, a pretty tough infection that it took a bit, three weeks really to beat. And I don't remember the last time I was sick. It's been years and years. And, and typically as soon as I start something, I'm upping my vitamin D, upping my C and zinc and working with some extra hormonal support. And, you know, I'm on top of it, increasing my shakes, increasing my greens and alkalinizing drinks. And I totally was just in that survival mode versus, okay, put your own oxygen, which is something I talk about all the time too, put your own oxygen mask on first and how do I take care of myself today? And, and that we can also put in that same modality. What's the next right step I can do to take care of myself today to, you know, acknowledge the good I've done, be grateful for it, and take care of myself too, especially as a caregiver. I wanted to mention that because I know many listeners probably are in similar situations, especially with the holidays, thinking of everything that has to get done and not remembering their own oxygen mask. You know, it's it's so true. I, I talk about it in my book, the whole oxygen mask thing. But as you said, I've totally forgotten 
it for myself lately. I thought I was doing it, right? You probably thought you were doing it too. You just weren't doing it at the levels that you needed, weren't paying attention to the signs. Now, let me ask you a question. And, you know, this just popped into my mind because it's something that's really up for me lately. What do you do? What's your response or how would you respond to this? You think you're doing all the right things for yourself, yet nothing seems to be working. What do you say to one of your patients, one of your friends, if, if they're feeling that way with that? They think they're doing the right things. Yeah, yeah, and that's a great question. That's when I always test don't guess. So there's that aspect. For me as a physician, I can say if a patient came to me and said, you know, Doc, I feel like I'm doing everything right, but I'm struggling here. And I can look and, you know, look at, you know, blood work and look at inflammatory markers, look at hormonal markers or assessments for adrenal fatigue and say, okay, well, you know, what, what, what I see is there's some imbalances here. We really need to target this. Like, for example, what I see at this time of the year, really, you know, dropping vitamin D, we're not getting the sun exposure as well as we should be, and we're not getting, you know, grounded outside in nature. We get a lot more than vitamin D from the sun, and, and so there's therapeutic experiences that we can have to help naturally restore our body, as well as, you know, maybe we're more acidic than alkaline, and we can, we can check that with our saliva, with our urine, we can check to see our, is our pH, not of the blood, that's very, very specific and very, very well controlled, but with our saliva and our urine, are we alkalinizing? Are we getting as much nature inside our body as outside? And that, that's just something my clients can check. We do it on urine dipstick, um, can do it with pH paper, and just that's one thing we can say, okay, if I'm real acidic um, in survival mode and I will tend to be more inflamed and my blood sugar will tend to be higher, Versus then when I'm alkalinizing, I'm detoxing well and um, more, you know, um, specific tar- uh, targeting specifically, you know, hormonal balance, decreasing inflammation, all those things will help, will be better when I'm alkalinizing. And that's what I teach in my programs, my online programs. And, uh, and that's key. What do we test for? How do we test? And how can we self-monitor, okay, when am I doing what? Um, the best thing for myself. And that, that does, though, bring me back to the point that I made about accepting where you are right now, right? No judgment. Oops. Sorry, got my phone. <laughs> no judgment, no um, criticism, and just say, okay, this is where I am right now. But, you know, what do I need to do at this stage? Just one thing. And maybe one thing we need to do is letting go, letting go of negative thoughts, letting go of self-criticism. And gosh, Laura, kids, kids do this. I have my daughter, Ava, who's seven, she was drawing a picture and she was so critical. I was like, I, I, I brought up, like, what if your friend um, Anna was doing this? What if your friend Laura was doing this picture? What would you say to them? So she got the point. But we as adults need to do that really on a daily basis as well because we can be hypercritical. If we've gained five, ten or more pounds and we're like, I just don't like my body, I don't feel sexy. I don't feel like I want to be intimate. And we we negatively self-talk. And that's not how we would coach a friend. That's not what we would say to our daughters or our sister, right? We would look for the positive thing and emphasize that. And we're going to go into commercial break, and that's the perfect way to go into it. I want everybody to think out, where are you judging yourself? 
And when we come back, we'll be talking more with Dr. Annika Becca about how you can be fabulous. We'll be right back. Success comes from not only what you know, but also who you know. Welcome back to It's All About the Questions with award-winning author Laura Stewart. Thank you to Patricia Knoll for tweeting out the what is the next right step. Thank you so much. Um, And if you are interested in tweeting with us, we love tweeting live. And if you're on um, listening to this on iTunes, you can still tweet with us. We are always watching our Twitter feeds. Mine is at the Laura Stewart and Dr. Anna Kabeca is Anna Kabeca, A-N-N-A-C-A-B-E-C-A. Tag us both in the tweets when you're listening to the show. So, um, Dr. Anna, we were talking, and you, you shared a story about your daughter, Ava, and uh, a, a drawing she had made and how she was so harshly critical and judging herself about that. You know, it's become such a huge problem how we do this negative self-talk. And um, in the functional medicine world, is there um, – oh, wow, I'm having trouble thinking about that, so I think I need some supplements. <laughs> This morning to help me with my brain health. Oh my God, I'm at that time of the, you know what? That's just throwing my brain um, out out the window. Anyway, going back, so negative self talk sometimes just seems to get stuck in the brain like an earworm, but it's not always just a will yourself to not think negatively. Sometimes there can be a hormonal issue that can can cause some of those imbalances causing the negative self-talk. Am I correct in, in thinking some of those things? Oh, absolutely. Definitely. When we're hormonally out of balance, it will trigger, you know, it will trigger, you know, mood, anxiety, mood swings, um, depression, p- worsening PMS. I mean, all these things, physio- there's a physical, mental components and there's it's like it's never just one thing right but there's certain steps that we can take to get there in 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 my online program that i just offered this huge sale on starting today um i you know i go through the seven keys to balance your hormones naturally like what we can do you know without sitting in a doctor's office or you know my office for a couple hours or or you know waiting and and breaking it down to little bite-sized pieces over years is let's get this information now and let's get it to us. Like how do we balance our hormones naturally so that we can feel, okay, I'm not, I'm not having dementia, Laura, if you were feeling that you're not, (laughs) you're not having early Alzheimer's or dementia, right? That's not happening. We're just, you know, we, our body gets in a state of overwhelm. And when we have a, when we're depleted, when our tanks empty, our neurotransmitters, don't function as well are synapses and it, it can be like in the infinitesimal smallest millisecond that our body gets disrupted but for example with cortisol high states of cortisol would decrease memory and you think well is this is this going to just be the rest of my life no there's absolutely things we can do about it and how we rebalance the hormones regain our memory find out that oh my gosh i can remember everything now and even better than I used to, it, it, it's definitely possible. We can reverse these age-associated illnesses naturally. All right. So for the listeners out there that may not have a doctor like you in their life, what are some of the questions they should be asking their medical 
support team to help them help themselves. And I know that we, well, we're going to be talking about some great stuff that you have available to anybody, no matter where they are in the world. But what can they be asking their health team now? Yeah, well, definitely, like, one of the things that I like to look at from a functional medicine standpoint, right, is for is, is to understand what was the trigger, what are the triggers for these causes or what's going on. So a functional medicine doc will look at your past. I mean, I, I ask questions, how was your mom's pregnancy with you? I mean, I want to go back and see. You know, I, I want to get a complete holistic picture, you know, when... Were you sick as a child? Were you on antibiotics? Where did you live? Was it heavily sprayed with pesticides? And it's amazing what you'll find out from those questions. When did you first get sick? Did you have any oral surgery, dental fillings, um, car accidents? You know, um, go, your family go through a divorce. Was there abuse? I mean, these are physical, emotional, physiologic tr- triggers that can help me put pieces of a puzzle together when, so when it, when I work to complete a holistic assessment and plan, my seven-step assessment and plan, just based on my restorative health method, it's it's very it's very comprehensive. So that we get out like all the cobwebs. You know what I mean? And testing is one big part of that. So a functional medicine doctor will, I always say, I will test every body fluid you have at some time or other during our, <laughs> you know, experience together. But I mean, it will. Our body fluids tell different things at different times. So certainly hormonal testing is key and looking at um, markers that typically aren't part of your normal blood evaluation when you go in for your annual physical to be told you're okay. And I've had, you know, I've seen clients after their executive health evaluations, their several thousand dollar full body scans and all this stuff. And these tests weren't never run. And it's important, write this down if you're listening, to ask for these tests if you're doing blood work. Ask for an HSCRP or a cardio-CRP as a C-reactive protein, but a highly sensitive C-reactive protein, it will look at inflammation. Ask your doctor to check your hemoglobin A1C. Typically, they will check that, but anything above 5.3 is a red flag, not the 6.0 that's considered normal. So look at also your um, DHEAS level. So that's a marker of your adrenal gland. So looking at the DHEAS in the blood, and it's DHEA in the saliva, the DHEAS in the blood, um, and look at that level and you will see, is, is it high, is it low? Let's, let's look. Optimal is greater than 200. And a homocysteine level, that tells you if you're methylating well, whether or not you have a methylation defect, what's your homocysteine? Is it too low, too high? What's optimal? We're looking at about 6 to 8, 6 to 9 for that 6, you know, 7 or 8, 6, 7, 8 or 9 in those levels. So then if you didn't hear 68 or 69, that would be way crazy. So what about like uh, B12 and D? Well, looking at vitamin D, 25-hydroxy in the blood is the fourth key marker that I always like to check. So we want that level to be 50 to 80, ideally, sometimes higher if I've had a patient with cancer. But vitamin D level is really empowering I've seen patients who've had breast cancer, colon cancer, et cetera, and they come in with vitamin D levels in the teens. But we know, and, and you know, I've, I've lectured around the world on this, vitamin D, the, high, the higher level, like 50 to 80 in our, is our optimal, the lower your risk of cancer. So we want to we wanna get that, those levels up there. 
looking at that together gives you a good picture. And then we can look at other hormones, testosterone, free and total, sex hormone binding globulin, progesterone, pregnenolone, melatonin, total estrogen, estrogen detoxification panels, and it gets really technical. But those four that I mentioned, HSCRP, hemoglobin A1C, DHEAF, and vitamin D25-hydroxy. Those four levels are really key, and that gives me a global picture of what's going on in your body and things that I can address specifically. Well, you would hate to see what my blood work will look like. The only one that's good is the A1C. <laughs> my vitamin well, D was 27. Yeah, yeah. And, and for some labs, they may consider that normal, but it's not optimal. And if we're and things that decrease, we say, okay, well, I've been out. I had a patient email me today. I've been out in the sun and my vitamin D level is only 19. We'll have to ask, are, what are you using on your skin? Are you using chemical products, lotions, et cetera? Are you washing with soap and water, you know, after you come out of the sun that takes away your oils, that decreases your body's ability to absorb. Any lotions you put on are going to be a barrier to the sun's absorption. We have to think of these things. Technically, we need 48 hours after sun exposure to get the full absorption. That's key. I never would have thought living in Florida that my vitamin D levels would be as low as they are because I'm outside a lot. But I never thought about looking at you know, like, what are the things that I'm using on my skin? I just wondered if they had um, sunscreen in them, which my facial cream does, but my body cream doesn't. But you're saying other things in it can be impacting vitamin D absorption. Absolutely. Create a barrier. And then, you know, I would say we over-soap, we over-cleanse our skin in, in America, right? But, you know, clean the areas under the arms, between the legs with soap and water. But you don't have to soap your entire body. I mean, we're taking away the oils that are, number one, anti-aging and protective. Okay, well, we're going to be going into the news break, so I want to stop us there, and I want everybody going into the news break to be thinking about what is the number one next right step for you. Perhaps it may be asking your doctor different questions to help you move forward, but when we come back from the commercial break, we're going to be speaking more with Dr. Anna Kabeca, and remember, tweet out to us at, at the Laura Stewart or and or at Anna Kabeca, and we're going to be answering questions when we come back after the commercial break. Welcome back, everyone. We are here with the fabulous Dr. Anna Kabeca talking about how you can feel fabulous. And we've also been talking about, you know, we're coming up through the end of the year, and a lot of people are judging themselves and wondering why they didn't achieve the goals that they wanted to. Well, I want you to let all of that go. Dr. Anna and I were talking about that. We want you to just forget the rest of the year, you know, what happened already. want you to go forward when you listen to this show with how you can begin feeling fabulous. And she posed the perfect question. So what is the one next right step for you? And um, Anna, you had, we talked about this and I, I love this. You have six action steps that people can take to feel fabulous. I think that's the perfect thing to take everybody into the rest of the year and the holiday season. So what are they? Oh, absolutely. And I wanted to say that, you know, we were designed with eyes in front of our head, not behind our head. So we are to look forward, right? Like, as you're saying, let what past is past. You know, we are here now in the present. And a friend of mine, uh, Jim Quick, says a powerful presence comes from being powerfully present. So I want to just emphasize that 
as we as as to emphasize what you said, and, and we're not looking back. We're here right now in the present. What can I do right now? What is the action step I can do right now that will make my life better? And like we said, it's just one right looking up with the one right next next right step I can do right now, and that's key because when we talk about. Everyone knows that if you smoke, quit smoking, that we need to be doing exercise. We need to drink lots of water, eating our vegetables, you know, and and not drinking too much alcohol and all these other things. We know these things. But what, in addition to, like, you know, that standard, what will help us do those things, right? And what will help our ultimate health? Our ultimate health, not just physically, but mentally, spiritually, and relationally, which I'm so passionate about because community, our relationships mean everything. Come the end of our year, where do we want to be? We want to be loved, respected, and we want to have really genuine, authentic relationships. So so what I tell clients, first thing, they come to see me, when they would come to see me and I would say, okay, this is the first thing you have to do right now and take five minutes a day doing this and it will change your life. They look at me like, really, is it like a handful of pills? Is it, well, I'm like, yeah, in addition to that, no. (laughs) The first thing you have to do is gratitude journaling. Gratitude journaling, five minutes a day. And what I started doing is writing thank you notes. So I'll alternate my gratitude journaling with writing thank you notes. And I love writing thank you notes. So for me, that is just like one thing that will truly make a difference. What we focus on expands. So gratitude journaling is the first thing that will make a big difference. The second thing is testo guess. So let's look at those labs that I just spoke about specifically that aren't typically part of your evaluation. Let's get a look at those and optimize them. We want optimal, not normal. Normal is 8 out of 10 people walking into Walmart. That's your normal comparison. Do you want normal or do you want optimal? We want optimal. So there's a difference. In my program, which is right now for sale at womensrestorativehealth.com, I go through that very specifically. The third thing is a probiotic, healthy probiotics that's in your food, fermented vegetables, um, sauerkraut, kimchi, um, kombucha, things like that can give you good, powerful probiotics as well as supplementing with probiotics. And I recommend very specific strains. But that is huge because our gut, our microbiome is hugely powerful. We we know 75% environment, 25% genetics. So your genetics can determine your ultimate health. Your environment does. And the microbiome is a huge part of that. Most of what we eat out has been dosed with antibiotics. And that kills off your own natural bacteria that are there informing your genes how to act and what to do. So that's huge. Number three is probiotics. The fourth is for women, especially, especially in the age 35 on, is progesterone, bioidentical progesterone or herbal supplements like chaseberry, et cetera. Men benefit from progesterone too, especially if they've had traumatic brain injury or uh, post-traumatic stress. And or difficulty sleeping. Progesterone in small doses for men, of, you know, 5 to 50 milligrams in a cream, 5 to 20 milligrams in a cream. For women, 20 milligrams in a cream is plenty. And that's something that I offer on my website, my Pure Balance Cream. But progesterone can be very beneficial. Our natural herbal supplements to help with balancing out estrogen dominance and, and helping the body balance your hormonal levels, which is key. 
the fifth is certainly to supplement. I'm big on supporting your adrenals and supporting nature, and also because we are surrounded by toxins, we want detoxifying supplements. My Mighty Maca Green Drink, which is spelled uh, Mighty, and then Maca, M-A-C-A, is a green drink that I created that has 42 superfoods in it that's just naturally empowering to help the adrenals, help balance the hormones, and support your body's natural inflammatory response so that you know, ultimately brings down that HSBRP level, et cetera, brings down inflammation, helps the detoxification of your body. So that's key. And there's, of course, other supplements, especially come flu season, like we talked about vitamin D, which is actually a pro-hormone and not a vitamin. Um, zinc, vitamin C, vitamin E, so certain antioxidants can be very beneficial. So those are, the, those are five key. And the sixth is about bringing up your oxytocin levels. So hugging, sharing, laughing, um, enjoying activities you enjoy that bring up oxytocin and really engaging in something that you really truly enjoy doing. Maybe it's picking up a paintbrush or a, a, you know, drawing or picking up the phone and calling the friend that always makes you laugh or it's playing with your pet or animal. And... So those things can make a big difference. So that would be increasing your oxytocin level. So those are my top six action steps that you can start taking right now. You mentioned, you know, the probiotics and and even in foods, how you can get the prebiotics and the probiotics with the kimchi and, and all those fermented foods. Nobody's ever been able to answer this question for me. Perhaps you can. I eat anything fermented and it triggers massive sugar cravings for me. And I don't, I don't think that's what should happen. <laughs> but I eat anything with vinegar, anything fermented, and I feel like my body doesn't like it. What, thanks for putting me on the spot, Laura. But <laughs> Sorry what, about that. What? You know, and I'm curious because everybody talks about vinegar is so good for you. But I think it goes it to your... I think it goes to your whole optimal, not normal, and sometimes what works for the the normal range may not be optimal for a specific person. You know, and I sorry to put you on spot, but you know, it's sort of like uh, there's some testing or something else I should be looking at because it's probably a sign. Yeah, one thing that it automatically brings to mind is Canada yeast, right? That it's creating this yeast, um, either overgrowth or surge. And so if you've ever had yeast infections, vaginal or thrush, white coating to the tongue, or you've been on recurrent antibiotics and had recurrent ear infections, sinus infections, all of those create susceptibility to pockets of yeast in your body. And certainly we have healthy amounts of yeast. But vinegar, et cetera, and fermented foods may just trigger that, and that would cause a craving. So first thing we want to do is really alkalinize your system. And so that's the greens, the kale, the collards, the chard, the... um, uh, the Mighty Maca for sure, you know, maybe even adding, uh, you know, drinking lemon water, uh, things that will help alkalinize your body. And then um, working on maybe some things that will break down the biofilm that can encapsulate, you know, that can be part of the issue with resistant yeast. Maybe it's a course of antifungal therapy, natural or otherwise, herbal or, or prescription, and pretty much go, he- you know, heavy into those. But also... With that said, is then so really looking at that, and I would suspect wine would do that too. But one trick that I do for people who have sugar cravings, wherever they're from, is is this is this is a trick, and I teach this and among other cheats in, in my program, WomenRestorativeHealth.com, 
Um, one is this, Laura, and this is what I recommend you do, especially anyone listening who has sugar or carbohydrate cravings during the season. This is not the most appealing thing to do, but I guarantee you it will get rid of it for months. And you will take like a bottle of very high-quality cod liver oil, and I can use Nordic Naturals, go to your health food store, get a really high-quality either lemon or orange flavor, chill it in the fridge, and fast for 15 hours, maybe from 5 p.m., to 8 or 9 a.m. the following morning, nothing to eat but water, nothing to drink but water or hot tea. And then at at your 15-hour mark on your fast, drink four ounces of this chilled cod liver oil. You can add a squirt of lemon or um, uh, lemon to it. That will be fine. And drink down those four ounces. So typical bottles are eight ounces, so it's really fun if you do it with a friend and it's like, okay, this is beer bong, and here we go. <laughs> Chug down the four ounces of this beer-colored cod liver oil and don't even think about it. Just drink it. The colder it is, the easier it goes down. And um, and then an hour later, eat a green, you know, green salad with a vinaigrette dressing. For you, I'd say lemon juice and garlic dressing because that's naturally antifungal and alkalinizing. So crushed garlic with lemon juice and olive oil, you could do that and, and omit the vinegar. But and eat that beautiful green salad. And honestly, you won't have cravings for months and months and months, you know, or you know, I've done it twice in my lifetime, and I was a huge, I mean, I would go to bed thinking about food, wake up thinking about food, and that made a huge difference. And now just the thought of drinking the cod liver oil again, my cravings go away. <laughs> a little side benefit there. And cod liver oil is really good for the body anyway, right? It's so good because your body's really craving fatty acids. It's not really craving the sugar, the carbs. And, and you can do that one thing, anyone listening, especially going to the holiday season, that will make a big difference. And I share much more little tips and tidbits like this um, on womensrestorativehealth.com in my program. And you also have a, a free gift for, for my listeners. Yes, absolutely. And that's at uh, Quebeca Health, C-A-B-E-C-A Health, H-A-L-T-H.com forward slash gift, G-I-F-T-S. And I think I'm giving you all five, five gifts, including my ebook, my Feel Good Look Good Secrets ebook my web jam, uh, discount to my store, and um, a couple other good things to help you get through the holiday season. I, I, I love it. Thank you for doing that for our guests. And we're going to be back after the next commercial break. And, and thanks for letting me put you on the spot there. But you gave us all a really great tip, and I'm going to go get some cod liver oil and try that, that tip you just shared with us. We'll be right back after the commercial break with more from Dr. Anna Kabeca. So, Dr. Anna... When I brought up my issue with vinegars and stuff, what you shared with us around the cod liver oil and that, you know, potentially candida and things like that, what that triggered in my brain was the fact that, you know, we get so used to thinking that, oh, that's just normal for us. But perhaps that what we see as normal for us doesn't have to be. It's just something we've gotten used to, that there may be something else that may have caused that physical feeling to happen that we're now used to, but it doesn't have to stay that way. In functional medicine and, and the work that you do and the questions you ask, I love that how many questions you ask inside your practice, have you found that there are certain underlying causes for symptoms that we typically are feeling? Oh, absolutely. I mean, really, I, I call it the... Um, there's a triad, and I actually call it the devil's pitchfork. And these three things are underlying over 90% of 
the symptoms that your body's shouting out to you to bring to attention that something's going on or, you know, that end up with diagnoses and syndromes and et cetera. So, you know, it's these three things. If we address these three things, we will really get to the underlying issue, resolve over 90% of the problems that you're experiencing. And that is, number, you know, number one, hormone imbalance. So balancing our hormones is really key to address that. Number two, inflammation, decreasing the body's inflammation, things that cause inflammation, sugar, toxins. Um, and number three is adrenal fatigue or adrenal dysfunction, I like to call it, because sometimes it's not like our adrenal glands are worn out and tired. It's our body has put protective brakes on our adrenals because we're zapping our nervous system with high levels of cortisol, so we got to shut that process down. And so when we look at the, and I look at the entire gamut of this, when we address it, when I, as a physician, address these three issues, it's amazing. Patients will come back, like, I didn't know how bad I was feeling, so I'm feeling so good. I feel like myself, I didn't realize that I could get out of bed in the morning and it won't hurt when I put my feet on the ground. I didn't realize I could make it through the day without feeling I had to put my head on the desk to have a nap. You know, those are things that people accepted, or I didn't realize that this hip pain or joy pain could have been inflammation. And, you know, what was going on here? And then they just come to realize or believe that that was normal for their age. And and I've shared with you before, Laura, when my dad was 79, his doctors got on the phone with me and said, Hannah, your dad's 79. I mean, we can just give up on him. I mean, I mean, he's had a good life. He didn't say we can give up on him. He's had a good life. I mean, what else can we do? We've got him on the medicine, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, now he's 89. And we'll be celebrating his 90th birthday this year. And he's driving, you know, himself to run errands right now and so actually get a smaller clothes size you know it's funny my relatives joke you go go to anyone else in the family they gain weight come to my house and they lose weight <laughs> they eat well <laughs> but they eat well can i come to your yeah. house <laughs> you can absolutely come stay a month i'm going to open my doors <laughs> but um but seriously it, it's it, eat well but it's the types of foods really low inflammatory really a lot of herbs and spices and uh, you know, you're, you're not going to be hungry and you're going to eat really good, healthy, good, high, healthy proteins, healthy fat, have very healthy alkalinizing food and, um, probably make you drink some mighty maca greens and, and that will, that will add to, add to the benefits. And when I formulated mighty maca too, I mean, I, it addresses all those three key issues in multiple directions. So it's, it really, honestly, it was from around the world journey. It was a divinely inspired product and my, uh, my, I totally believe this and know and trust this, and I've seen it work in thousands and thousands of patients. Um, but it's, it's these three issues that we get to underlying these three issues, we can really help and change the course of our life. And as we see dementia and memory loss, it's like when, when I see, and I've witnessed this in myself, I've witnessed this in, in my father and patients that have come to me, the early dementia, it's not dementia, it's inflammation, hormone imbalance. We correct that. And it's amazing what happens. It's amazing how you reclaim the sharpness of, of mental clarity and agility. And we know from neuroscience that there's so much neuroplasticity. Give the right building blocks and you've got it. You've got it made. So there's no, it's not normal to lose your memory. It's not normal to have aches and pains. It, it, no, okay, well, let me change that. It is normal according to the bell curve and our societal experiences but it's not optimal and it's not destined. 
That's what I want you all to remember. You can take control of it and change it now. So we don't have to accept what has become our own norm. No. Mm-mm. Anywhere you are, you can be better. And it's just a matter of figuring out what is the one next right step and stop judging ourselves, right? Um, I really i am a big believer in that. And you've given us so many incredible tips. I'm not sure which one people are going to think are, are the best ones or, or will help them. But I'm going to make sure that this is all up on the, the website as well with links to um, your your different places to go. One of them, best way for somebody to reach out to you if they have questions? Well, one thing, right? certainly Facebook and Twitter. But right now I've offered, just started today, my Women's Restorative Health and Eight-Week Program with over eight hours of information, just like you've listened to today in a very um, step-by-step approach program for it normally was $9.97. I reduced it to $4.97. But I have a new program coming out in January or February next year that I want everyone to have these key points in. So I'm offering it now for $97, and that's at womensrestorativehealth.com. Just started the sale today. It ends on Friday. So um, it's a $400 savings. I'm really passionate about my next program. I'm looking forward to launching it. But people need to get these key seven foundational keys under their belt just to be aware of them before we start that and before I launch, before I can accept them into the new program. So I'm really excited about offering that as an early, early holiday um, gift. So many people think that the only way they can work with a doctor is if they are physically in their community. And and I'm not saying that we don't have amazing doctors in our community, but sometimes, and one of the things I've learned from my own healthcare, is we have to look outside the box of of our community. We need to find the best of the best who have knowledge that can help us. And oftentimes, that person may be not local, like you. And, And, yeah, absolutely. And that's why one of the things is I found that I was saying, why I put my, many of my programs online and, you know, my blogs are really detailed and because taking action, there's so much you can do, take an action into your own hands. I mean, really, we, you know, in, in medicine, we say 90% of the diagnosis comes from the history versus the test results, right? 90% of the cure comes from what you do yourself. And I only say 90%, it's probably really like 99 or 100, but me as a physician, I have to have at least an ego that I would be involved in 10% of your cure but really, 90% is in your own hands. Over 90% is in your own hands. And so, so taking the, addressing these key foundations, restoring the temple of our spirit, our body, return, restoring our physical health, restores our, our spiritual and our mental health and restores our ability, our capacity, our outlook, our function, et cetera. And, and it, it is in our own, it is in our own control. So certainly, I work with, I've worked with people virtually, and, and the programs that I've offered are key, and the basics that I, I consider basics, but cutting-edge science has revealed that this is key for restoring your own health, and it's important to figure out what, what is blocking you and addressing that, you know, head-on. But you can't do it if you don't know. It could be sitting there in, in part of your daily routine that you're doing every day, and you may not realize it. Like, for example, drinking a tall glass of, water or soda or something or diet drink with your meal and you're like, okay, you're washing away your stomach acid, you're decreasing digestion, you're actually making yourself fatter by doing that. I mean, that that's like, for me, that's 
core information that everyone needs to know. And so in, in my program, I, I put it into your own hands. And then how do you work with a physician or what test do you need or what specific hormones may benefit you or supplements may benefit you? And, and work that out so that you've got it, you've got that control in your own hands to help you. And find a physician. Sometimes the physician's in your own backyard, and sometimes it's not even a physician. It may be uh, it may be a, a nutritionist or a life coach, or you know, it, it may be someone like that that helps you take the next right step. I, I love that. That's so perfect. Think outside the box, everyone. And I, I want to thank you for being with us today. I'm I'm very grateful for for you, for your friendship, and for your knowledge. My pleasure. It's great to be with you always, Laura, and thank you to all your listeners. All right, everyone, remember that uh, this is the December 1st. You have 30 days to the end of the year. What is your one next right step? It could be a baby step. It could be a massive step. Tweet out to at the Laura Stewart and tag at Anna Kabeca and let us know what it is that you're doing to make a difference in your own health care today and your optimal health. We will see you all next week with another episode of It's All About the Questions. Have a great day, everyone. You've been listening to It's All About the Questions, starring Laura Stewart. Connect with Laura at itsallaboutthequestions.com and download a free workbook that will help you ask better questions starting today.